Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hi, welcome to Business Lines State of Economy podcast. This is Subramani Ramankumbu with you. Copper is a commodity whose price movements are an indicator of the economy. Copper finds its uses in various parts of life starting from electrical appliances to construction to vehicles and wires. What are the prospects for copper this year? How will the demand supply scenario play out? To tell us more about this, we have Mr. Mayur Karmakar, MD International Copper Association India with us. Welcome sir to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast. How do you see the demand for copper this year? Yeah, uh, particularly when you see the demand for copper, as per the study we have published uh, for the you know financial year 2022, the total demand for copper because we mapped the end use demand. The end use demand was a little over 1.2 million ton, which was in terms of compared to the previous year that is FY 2021, which was around 978,000 ton. So the market has seen the quick recovery, particularly uh, from the pandemic time. And uh, if you see the overall growth rate of the copper demand, say from the financial year 2016, the demand growth rate is uh, almost 5% per annum. Now within that demand growth, the demand for the CC rods, which is like the primary, I would say the copper semis, is the 8% per annum. So what indirectly it means that the copper usage in the electrical has grown up, overpaced the overall copper demand. So generally the CC rods is used in wire and cable, winding wire, etc. So the electrical demand is increasing, increase at the average rate of 8% per annum. So uh, within the different, uh, you know, the copper semi, you can see that the demand has uh, increase it's a positive demand story for the country uh, but when you look at the supply part of it and i want to bring in the supply scenario largely with respect to how the you know the the industry manufacturing industry largely is smelting refining capacity which was under the dispute for last five years i think i think the fifth year celebration is happening this year you see before five years the imports of copper products was almost like 130,000 ton. This all kinds of copper product import right from cathode up to the, uh, you know, the value add product. Now that import has increased to 561,000 ton, which is the huge jump in terms of imports. So, uh, and also there is a growth in the, uh, you know, the scrap. I mean, all of a sudden the scrap availability has increased. The import has increased. And if you see in the financial year 18, which was the last year of the closure of Sterlite plant, the scrap was total representing in a total supply equation 25%, but it has grown up to 36%. So in terms of the demand growth, overall, the electrical uh, you know, product, or basically the copper usage in electrical application has outpaced the overall copper demand. But the imports has increased and so has the local scrap has increased. 
Now, particularly for financial year 2023, uh, we have not completed the demand assessment uh, total, but the initial indicator shows that the uh, even for the financial year 2023, the demand has grown more than 9% per annum. So in terms of the, uh, really, if you really see the demand drivers, which are largely with respect to the different end-use market, we see the change in the, uh, you know, that growth rate, particularly on the various demand drivers of copper. And largely, if you see the share for the building construction, where we use the largely the building wire and the cable, that is still a larger, uh, you know, the end-use market there, uh, which is around 500,000 ton plus, which is a very big number. Uh, and after that we see the uh, the larger thing is the uh, is largely the the infrastructure related growth which is la the power generation in renewable that total aggregated demand also is like over 400000 ton so these are the two sectors we see growing faster sir what are the upside and the downside risk to demand for copper the upside is all about creating more validation opportunity for the country. So upside is, you know, maintaining the uh, the theme of Make in India and uh, creating more fabrication capacity in India, particularly reduce the imports of copper product through more value addition. That is the upstream because if you see overall fabrication industry, we got enough capacity with respect to the rod making but when it comes to product like tubes or, you know, if you say the product like some of the electronic foil or the thin foil, which is a high value add product uh, where the value add opportunity is very high. So there we see uh, we have an opportunity to increase our production base. Now, downside of the demand growth is how quickly we are, uh, you know, uh, creating the local industry and, uh, you know, take the advantage. Otherwise, you know, if you see with looking at the India growth, uh, the more fabrication capacity coming in the other countries, which is actually a disadvantage to us because people are uh, strongly believing that India will not come with the manufacturing or, you know, the investment the current investment pattern overall in the copper industry says that uh, the the india becomes india will continue to be the import based economy for the copper product that is their assumption but unless we show our uh, you know the, the opportunity getting converted into reality you know we will not uh, you know we will keep on importing these copper products how do you envisage the copper scenario in India this year? If you see copper scenario in India, because now everybody is uh, looking at uh, 2030. Now, 2030, if you keep that as a milestone overall, you know, even if you project the uh, growth rate, average copper growth rate, I mean, you we have worked out on three different scenarios. The one scenario is that the uh, the current policy reforms and the uh, you know the enthusiasm overall enthusiasm out in the market continues to be there so that will create an uh, the CHR opportunity of around nine nine percent plus if we really capture the existing trend 
and you know get on the uh, realistic uh, you know uh, scenarios of having the renewable installation done or the green investment done uh, we see that growth rate going somewhere 8% and if we really work on the uh, you know the pessimistic scenario where largely uh, you know traditional what we have been saying like the hindu growth of approach we still even in that scenario we see the growth rate happening more than 6% uh, and that will be still driven by the electrical application so uh, this is the scenario which was worked together with ansanya if we see that scenario for that demand definitely if you see the current uh, smelting refining capacity of over 500000 ton you will have to have more investments in the smelting refining we will have to have more investments in rod making which current rod maker has understood and there are you know the plan but what is not re- really has explored is like if you see the current uh, trans change in a transportation sector wherein people are uh, largely promoting electrical vehicle and in electric vehicle government is sensitive about the critical mineral overall required for manufacturing of battery etc but the simple component like the copper foils required there in battery because in the batteries on an average for every kilowatt hour of battery you will at least need 1 to 1.2 kilos of copper now we will miss the fabrication opportunity of those copper foils which will create a more value add in the country which will create an opportunity to export this product overseas largely the market likes europe and us so if this demand of from ranging between 6% to 9% is the scenario within that transportation sector is going to be crucial and transportation sector we expect the overall copper demand in transportation sector these days it is over 150000 ton which is getting over 400000 ton plus so the additional 300 uh, you know uh, 250 300000 ton copper demand which is likely to come from the transportation sector for the high value add product like foils used there in the lithium ion battery or to some extent the motors manufactured overseas for this uh, you know the ev motors all that opportunity we will lose if we really don't gear up the focus the priority of manufacturing and fabrication of copper products in india sir uh, of late we find uh, you know a sort of trend where you know people have started using copper utensils like copper bottom you know, cookers copper uh, vessels and other things how far can these uh, push up uh, copper demands particularly on the cookware i can tell you one uh, major driver for the cookware uh, as more electric induction cooking is coming in you will require that conducting flat uh, i would say bottom cookware so i have seen currently copper is also used there that in cookware so uh, in terms of overall demand i really don't no exactly because this sector is so unorganized uh, estimating exact demand for such cookware from the demand side we have not done but we have the rough number on the overall uh, application for this copper 
which is not more than you know uh, seven eight thousand tons overall now that market going forward will grow but overall in a demand scenario that may not be very significant for example you know you just have to see the scale here uh, for for example if you construct a new home of say thousand square feet with an average density of around 35 grams per square feet, you require the wiring there. So that 35 grams per square feet over 1,000 is 35,000 grams, which is like 35 kilos we are referring per home. And if you see the uh, in the same home, the cookware, we will have two or three or four cookware all put together may not be even more than a kilo. So the scales are different here. And if you really see, categorize the demand from the ABC prioritization, I think that A and B priority will be largely for the electrical and the infrastructure, transportation, etc. Uh, but the miscellaneous application like cookware, they will be there, they will grow. But in terms of overall demand scenario, they may not be very sizable. Uh, uh, during 22-23 uh, also, we have had... Uh, higher imports of copper, like it has touched 2.75 lakh tons for 23-24 as per the latest report that we have. And it's for the fifth consecutive year that copper imports have uh, gone up. So how do you see that Indian production meeting the rising demand? As I mentioned earlier, that once the fabrication capacities right from cathode up to the end product, which is like the small lugs and, uh, you know, the uh, ferrules or the electronic wires or electronic foils. Like today, the world with the 5G is moving for the different foils, which is called as high-frequency foil. So, you know, then the electric vehicle battery foil, the thickness which was there of like, uh, you know, uh, 30 micron plus, that is going to the level of 6 micron. So this type of the advancement is happening elsewhere in the world. But if we don't harness all, all these opportunities, particularly overall on the import scenario, our value-add import will continue to be higher. And then, of course, the major semis such as the aircon tubes or aircon tubes are currently we are import dependent, largely, particularly all inaugural tubes are imported. Now, if we don't, although in PLI scheme, there has been expression of interest from uh, two companies, uh, but if those production capacities don't come up uh, quickly and they get the product made at par in quality with the imported product, the imports will continue to grow. It has been a great uh, revelation from you as far as the details are concerned. Very enlightening and very informative. Thank you very much. Thank you.